On today's episode, I talked to Sean Four, and we are doing a shrine collaboration. This one is the Shrine of the Earl King, and it is a Fae-inspired shrine. If you would like to get the write-up for this shrine, you can head over to the Patreon. Patrons of any level gain access to the text write-up version of this shrine. And at the very end of the episode, I will do the audio version of it. Enjoy. The general theme of the book that I'm doing is like shrines and standing stones. Cool. Or shrines, altars, obelisks, monoliths, weird Weird things, I guess, and kind of a religious, but not necessarily vibe. Well, let's get a random table. Let's get a random seed for, for this. The overland travel. What kind of environment are just, just is, is any sort of environment that you're thinking that we might find this thing? Oh. Forest, uh, jungle, plains. I'm, I'm, de- I'm definitely going to go with forest here. Forest, okay. Yeah. And then, I guess as far as themes, what are you thinking? Like, divine or reverent or curse? Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, celebration, like, revelrous. I'm thinking, like, a party. Okay. I like that. So, celebration, is this, is it magical in some way? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yes, the I think there is I, I think the purpose of this celebration is actually to generate some magical effect like like this party is being thrown for the it's like basically part of a ritual. OK, and so we mentioned that it's a celebration and a party. But does that does that mean it is good or does that mean it, it, could it possibly be like a cultist ritual of some kind? Possibly. I feel like the people, whoever is participating, maybe it's not people, but like whoever is participating in this, like they're like, you know, I think they're perfect. I think they're like pleasant maybe and friendly, but like what this party is for, I don't know if they're super, maybe they're not super forthcoming about that. Maybe whatever they mention is like, you know, it's like, it's not immediately obvious what the purpose of the of the party is, but I definitely would want to give some kind of indication that there is that there is some purpose or that there is some power in this party. Maybe maybe some obviously magical effect that at the center of the festival that seems to be maybe growing or or increasing, swelling in power. So there's some sort of like a magical anomaly or something. Yeah. What, like if we're looking at the people or the creatures, what, I guess maybe that's where we should start. What do we think, what kind of beings are participating in this celebration? Well, this is my, this is absolutely my damage. But if we're in a forest and there's a party, I'm like, that's got to be satyrs, right? I mean, like maybe like nymphs or some some other kind of like fairy, but yeah, I do think it's like some fae creature, some some revelrous sprite or another. I like the satyr idea, and so would there be would everybody that's participating all be satyrs, or would there be like mixed races or cultures? Oh yeah, so I. I think, yeah, I think maybe the satyrs are throwing the party, but that doesn't mean that, like, they haven't enticed 
some some either like local forest dwellers or people or other travelers to join them like i mean if the satyrs are offering free wine like why wouldn't you right so maybe there are some other folks who have who are maybe just passing through who have joined into the party and i mean where there's satyrs there's got to be at least one nymph as well or dryad now whether she approves of all this or not is another matter Okay, so so we've got this party that's happening. There's definitely Fey involved. It seems like a it generally would be a good time for passersby. Do do you think that there are any ill effects of like for the party or for travelers uh, that participate in the celebration? Not immediately. <laughs> I I feel like the I mean obviously they're you know, their drinks are going to be super intoxicating. They're going to be strong and probably sweet. I feel like, but I feel like you don't pay the price until the hangover, right? I like that. <laughs> and it's probably, and I imagine it's like, it's not just like, it's not your average hangover. It's not just like, oh, I, I feel like shit. Like, like something, like something, it's like a magic, it's some kind of magic hangover or something like that the, I mean, the Fae, whenever they give you something, right, they take something in return. So, like, it's like the kind of thing where you, like, you drink their wine and then you wake up and, and, like, want to, like, you're, you're, you, like, did I black out? But you remember the party, one of your other memories is gone. Like, oh. you drink enough, like, like, the hangover is not that you can't remember last night. It's that there's something else you can't remember, like, your memory of, like, of maybe a this could be a table that you roll on or like your memory of a person or a place or a like, or an event is gone. Like they took it from you. And maybe that's the power um, source for this ma anomalous magical ritual. Maybe it needs memories. I like that idea. I was also going to ask how long before you wake up, is it like you drink and then you wake up like three days later oh. or is it just the next morning? Hmm. Me messing with time this is another thing you could roll on i think maybe there should be a die related to how many days later you wake up so maybe like you roll a d8 or something because that would give you somewhere between a few days and a week maybe i would i would go for a d3 here i think like one to three not days that far later. sure yeah so one d3 days or d4 throw out fours and okay so then they they take they take a memory from you. I'm trying to think of if there's a way that we could. I'm, is there? Have you ever messed with people's memories in games before? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, and I think it's it's good to bring that up because not everybody because not everybody is necessarily okay with that. So like you want to like know? Are you looking for like some way to foreshadow this or some way to let players know what they're getting into? That maybe would be good to add. I was just trying to think more like mechanically or as like a GM like tip to how how would you implement like potential memory loss of like a location or or something, right? How oh, they could yeah. play it out at the table. Yeah, I think it's 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 purely like a, a kind of a role play prompt. I definitely I made a monster once where like if it hit you, it it didn't do damage to you it like it attacked one of your memories and it stole memories of people specifically uh and uh, i had like a random table like the 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 player had given me like a list of their family members and i had a random table that i rolled 
to determine like who it whose memory of them it would steal and they actually ended up forgetting their mother in that encounter they like got a really <laughs> low roll and and forgot their mother and like and it was like and family was like very important to the character so it ended up being like a like a major plot development for that character but i feel like it doesn't have to be like like it's i don't think it's a problem if like your player your characters can like you know you can they can remind you about the person but you won't remember them and then i, th I think it's like kind of a maybe a prompt for the gm too to like have that character or have that event or that place become significant at some point to to sort of like after the memory loss yeah to play to play on that because because what it's actually because what we're actually doing i think when we when we prompt the player to tell us like what do you forget who do you forget like where do you forget we're prompting them to give us a person an event a place or a thing that was important to them that was significant and like we're basically because like it doesn't have to be something that already existed in the game they could make something up in order to forget it but now that thing has been added to the game and now well, like we can operate on that that's that's kind of what i would like about an encounter like this i i like this almost as like you said it's almost could be more of a tool for the game master to generate some things. So what do you think of the idea of kind of as part of the mechanics of this encounter is basically if they decide to participate in the celebration, then as part of that celebration, they have to write down and kind of kind of role play, recall a person, place, event, and item from their past essentially that they have a memory of even if it's just a short either just a name or something yeah so just like a, a little role play from totally yeah. and yeah. then as part of the like when the celebration ends you roll your 1d3 for how many days later you wake up and then you roll a d4 and you've forgotten one of you know whatever that item is Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, or maybe there's like, yeah, like maybe there's like kind of a storytelling element to this party where people are like telling tales about people and things and places and events. And and maybe like and that's sort of that sort of narrativizes the prompt of like, well, what story are you telling? Like, what what are you what are you contributing to? Like maybe this like like magic bonfire or something in the center of the revel and then the fire like like crackles and gets bigger when people tell these stories but then when you wake up one of them has been like absorbed into the fire oh i really like that so the magical anomaly is this like bonfire yeah maybe it's like a and weird then, color and it's any thoughts on color we could also roll for that too Oh yeah, you could yeah, you could roll for the color and I definitely imagine it kind of like dancing to like the music of the party. Like the fire is like it's obviously magical because the fire is dancing like it's like it's not moving no, like normal fire. And for the prompt for like getting players to tell a story, is that like do we want to just say that like when you participate in, you know, blah blah blah, the celebration, give a story retelling of a person place event and item yeah essentially. yeah like yeah like like tell a tell a story yeah tell a tale of of yeah of a person a place an event and and an item that you remember 
and then you roll to see which one of those things you forget. Do we think there's any other like benefit or thing that they would get for for doing this? I don't know. Oh, you don't yeah. really need something to like entice them to take this opportunity because I can see some people being like, "Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to tell a story," you know. Oh sure, okay. yeah. Is there anything that we want to do to like entice them to tell? Yeah, the, the fire. Yeah, the, totally. I think the 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 fire should probably like so it should give them some kind of gift, like maybe a like a charm of some kind that like they can that they can use later. I'm I'm thinking it could have to do with like oh. I'm wondering, I'm just brainstorming here, but like if the fire gives you some kind of, of charm that you could like use to either do something with fire or do something with like music or you could touch it and like and make someone friendly to you, like like basically like a one time use kind of boon. Uh, yes, the fire yep. gives you an exchange for your an exchange for your story. I'm wondering if it like maybe. I want so let me know what you think of this. So let's say you have like a charm or like some sort of like a like a music box or something. And then perhaps the one time use is when you like when you play the music from the charm, it'll play for like a minute or a, a couple of minutes. And then anybody that is hearing the music is a, kind of like turns into like a, a mini party for the duration. Oh yeah, like the the music like inspires people to to like to party, like it like gives them the party spirit. Right, and I can see this. You know, there may be situations where that could be a very interesting like distraction. Yeah, totally. Device. It's a party grenade. Party. Yeah, it's the best kind. It's a musical charm. Makes people party. Yeah. Maybe it like it's yeah, it's like a music box. You can wind it up and it'll play for a minute. Uh, and like, you know, it it the first time you use it, it like it like blazes with the glow of that fire. Afterwards, it's a normal music box. But but the first time you use it, it does that. It has that little party effect, the party grenade. I think that would be really cool and and a very, you know, useful item in the right scenario, which I also like i just i never want to in like little things like this i never want to give away stuff that's going to be like super overpowered but also you know so like the one-time use you know so you're not messing with somebody's like long-term campaign right like yeah plus five sort of killing cool is there anything else that you can think of for this celebration hmm. and it feels uh, oh yeah the only other thing i could think of is that if they wanted to go after their memories the idea that maybe they are stored some like they are kept somewhere like they could go to the place where stolen memories are kept like maybe it's in the fey world but like they could if they wanted to go on a mission and try and heist their memories back i like that so we'll add that as a gm tip yeah that there is some i i imagine it would almost be like the bonfires like exists somewhere in the Feywild. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's like it's like a Fey Lord's fire, like the Lord of like the Lord of Revelry or whatever. And like you light the Fey Lord's fire and offer up memories and for the for like for his collection. But you could go and heist 
the Fae Lord's memories. And maybe in there, there are some like really treasured, like precious memories of like, st like forgotten stuff that nobody else knows. Like, you know, that, that I, now I'm like, that's the whole campaign. <laughs> it's like, you could, <laughs> is you could go on a memory heist and find a bunch of like, of the Fae Lord's like most treasured stolen memories, which have things that like no one else in the world remembers. All right. So the next book is going to be a, a campaign setting. <laughs> what what do we want to name this entry oh i mean oh yeah i feel like the like the revel of maybe the name of the like the fey lord and and like the revel of x's fire like or something like that gotta think of some some fairy names i'm looking them up oh that's pretty good what about the the earl king that's just a generic name for for a fairy king, like the the revel of the Earl King's fire or something like that, or revel of the Earl King even. I can get down with that if you like it. I'm I'm good with it. I I would I would cut rap print. I'd be like that right there. That should be counted. <laughs> awesome. Well, this these little homebrew encounter brainstorming sessions are always a ton of fun. So I appreciate you coming up with something with me today yeah oh yeah i i i this is like this is the shit for me i love doing this <laughs> the revel of the earl king is a mystical shrine located deep within a verdant forest at its heart lies a large enchanting bonfire with flames that dance to unforeseen melodies changing colors in sync with the vibrant magical energy that radiates from it surrounding the bonfire Ancient stones are arranged in a circular pattern, covered in mystical runes and faint glowing moss. The air is thick with the aroma of aged wine and the forest's earthy scent. Faint, enchanting music seems to emanate from the very air, inviting and bewitching. Enthralled creatures of the forest, including satyrs and nymphs, are often seen reveling around the shrine, their laughter and songs adding to the surreal atmosphere. The entire scene is bathed in the soft, multicolored light of the magical bonfire, casting long, dancing shadows between the trees. The fire offers a reward to those who share in the revelry by telling a story from their past. When you retell a story from your past that contains a person, place, event, and item, roll on the following table. You awaken in 1d4 days, re-rolling fours. What did you forget? So on a 1, you forget the person from your story. On a 2, you forget the place of your story. On a 3, you forget the event from your story. And on a 4, you forget the item on your story. A little bit of a GM note here, or a player note, I should say. You can feel free to make up these uh, particular items of your story in the moment. These don't have to be things that you had thought about ahead of time. This is kind of a role-playing experience for you to pull out these items and to come up with things that you can then forget. And now on to the fire's reward. When you awaken, the fire is gone, as if moved by magical means. No remnants of the shrine or fire remain, save for a small music box in your possession. The music box has 2d6 minutes worth of magic. When the box is wound, it plays for one minute, during which it creates 
a magical, dancing fire and melody. Others within earshot get the sudden urge to revel in the festivities of the fire. Once the box runs out of magic, it becomes a non-magical music box. So as we stated in the episode, this is basically the party grenade. And a GM note, somewhere deep in the Feywild is the Earl King's library, which houses the collected memories of all those who have participated in the festivities. Players interested in retrieving their memories, or someone else's, may want to visit the Earl King.